are listening to the From Scratch Body. I'm Liv Austin and I believe that anyone can cook. Since being diagnosed with endometriosis, I have been on a journey to find out what food makes me feel great. By cooking my meals from scratch, not only have I started feeling much better, I've also fallen in love with cooking completely. So every week we explore a new topic that can help us feel better and become better cooks and then I share a recipe with you so you can cook along with me if you want. You can always find the recipes and the transcripts from the podcast on my website, thefromscratchbody.com. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the From Scratch Body. I'm Liv Austin. Thank you so much for listening. I thought we could talk about oil this week. Cooking at home means having to figure out the world of cooking oils. And there seems to be one oil to rule them all, and that is olive oil, particularly extra virgin olive oil. It is the cooking oil with the best reputation, and the more we research it, and I say we, obviously I don't do the food research, it looks like the reputation is a well-earned one. Some cooking oils that were thought to be healthy for a minute, like coconut oil, have turned out to maybe not be so good for us because there is saturated fat. You can read about this in my Fat is Not the Enemy blog post, or you can listen to the episode where I talk about fat. There are other cooking oils that aren't so bad by the looks of it. They do tend to be a bit expensive though, like avocado oil. Sesame oil is also quite good actually, but it has a strong flavor to it. So it's maybe best for stir fries and other similar food, often Asian inspired stuff. Canola oil is also a good alternative and that has a high smoke point, which is why it's often used for frying. And this is what I wanted to talk about a little bit. Olive oil is known for having a low smoke point, and you may have heard about this and how it makes it less than ideal for cooking. But actually, smoke point literally means the point at which the oil starts to burn and give off that smoky smell and you kind of see it smoking. That is actually a pretty high temperature. I use extra virgin olive oil for nearly all of my cooking unless something needs to cook at a very high temperature, then I use a bit of vegetable oil. I find that extra virgin olive oil is perfect, both raw in salads, of course, to grease my bread tins and to fry and bake main courses in. And I also spray it on top of my homemade fish and chips for extra crunch. So just be aware of getting to that smoke point Pure olive oil, as opposed to extra virgin, actually has a high smoke point. So there is a difference between olive oil and extra virgin. And to be honest, I think that you should try to avoid that as most cooking doesn't need you to get to those insanely high temperatures anyway. That's mostly for deep frying. And if you are deep frying all of your food you might want to reconsider your cooking habits because it's not great. And do keep in mind that though extra virgin olive oil has great health benefits, it is a fat and it is high in calories and there is no shame in calories. It's just better to be informed if you are trying to cut down on your calorie intake. That's just what I wanted to chime in with because we have these half understood truths don't cook with olive oil. And I just wanted to investigate that a little bit. So think about how you make food, what you make it for, 
and be aware of what smoke point actually means. And maybe it's not going to be a problem for you to cook with olive oil. I would love to hear what your go-to cooking oil is. Share your thoughts on Instagram. Tag me at the From Scratch Body and use the hashtag the From Scratch Body so I don't miss it. Now, speaking of cooking with oil, let's make some homemade fish and chips. Today we are making fish and chips. It is a British classic and sometimes we just crave it. It's too easy to make a delicious, much, much healthier version at home to at least not try it from scratch a time or two. So if you trust me, let's try this together. Fish and chips is very easy to get your hands on if you live in the UK like I do, maybe less so in other countries. But I find that if I give in to the cravings of a takeaway fish and chips order, I feel pretty horrendous after. This is definitely fast food at its worst, even if it's fish, because the whole meal is deep fried in probably the cheapest vegetable oil you can find. You can do a super tasty, much healthier version at home. All the ingredients are pretty cheap too, so a homemade version probably comes to a fifth of the price. I get that part of what we pay for is to have someone else make it for us when we're tired and hungry, but the good news is that fish and chips is one of those meals that pretty much make themselves, especially because my version is made in the oven, which is better for your body, and it's just easier. There's very little prep involved, and it's really quick and fun. If you have kids who want to get involved in food prep, then it can be a fun little job to dunk the fish in the flour, the egg and the crumbs. You can't really avoid it getting a little bit messy, so it's better just to embrace it. I make these on my own and my fingers get pretty sticky with the egg and the crumbs. You can use gloves or kitchen utensils if you don't want to get your hands all in the food like that, but, you know, to each their own. There's quite a lot of oil involved here and, you know, let's be real, tons of oil in any way is not the healthiest so, as I said earlier in this episode, I do recommend olive oil as we're not frying something at super high temperature. Most of the work gets done in the oven, so the olive oil can definitely take it in this case. For both fish and chips, the amount of oil you use will decide how crispy the outside gets, but if you want to keep it more low-fat, you can cut back. Either way, you are guaranteed to be making a much healthier version than you would get from your local chippy. No deep frying involved at all. So what you need for these homemade fish and chips are white, boneless, skinless fish fillets. My favourites are haddock or cod, a bit of lemon juice, some breadcrumbs, ideally homemade, one egg. For an egg-free version, you can try aquafaba, which I will talk about in a later episode, salt, pepper and any spices you like, and some oil. I am using olive oil or you can use any vegetable oil as well. Some chips or potatoes on the side, some peas, or you can make mushy peas, some mayonnaise or ketchup, or both, and some vinegar. Firstly, cook frozen chips if you have those ready-made, or even better, your homemade potato chips. This will take longer than the fish, so get those started now. The more oil you soak the chips in, as I said, the more crunchy and naughty they will be, so you need to make your own decision here. 
For potatoes, you cut them in chip size. You can keep the peel on, or if you peel them, save it for homemade potato peel crisps, as I've talked about before. You put them in the oven on about 220 degrees Celsius. A fan heated oven, 200 will probably do for 25 minutes or until they are golden crispy on the outside and cooked through. Now for the interesting part. You let the fish fillets thaw if they were frozen on a plate until they are at room temperature and soft. You get rid of any excess water. You can just pat them down with some kitchen roll. You splash a few drops of lemon juice on the fish and you let it seep in. You put a bit of salt and pepper directly on the fish. If you prefer fish fingers to a big piece of fish, you can cut them into finger size now before the next step. In a fairly small bowl, you put some flour. In a second bowl, you put one egg and you mix it up. And in a third bowl, you put breadcrumbs. A hot tip here, mix in some chopped up nuts and toast it all for a little bit before. In a pan for a minute maybe and then you put it back in the bowl. You add some salt and pepper and other spices to the crumbs and you mix it all up. I like chili powder to give a bit of a kick. Onion powder and garlic powder is also really nice. You'd need just a tiny bit of each. You take each piece of fish and you dunk it first in the flour, get it all covered up, then the egg, and then the breadcrumbs and spice mix. So it's totally covered by all of these in each step. You put the fish on a baking paper and splash or spray, if you have a spray bottle, a bit of oil over it. The more oil, the more crispy the fish will be, just like I talked about with the chips. So again, decide for yourself how heavy you go with the oil. You do this for every piece of fish. You go flour, egg, breadcrumbs, flour, egg, breadcrumbs, and then you bake in the oven on about 200 degrees for about 20 minutes, less if you're doing finger size. Time really varies with the type of fish you use and the oven you have, so keep an eye on them and check if they're done. If you want the outside really nice and crunchy, you can finish the fillet off in a frying pan with some oil. That gives it that really nice crunch, the takeaway fish and chips feel, but just in the oven is fine too, and that is definitely the healthier choice. On the side, you can steam some frozen peas for a couple of minutes, or you can cook some mushy peas to go with it. Add some mayo on the side, some ketchup, and put some vinegar on the chips if you really want that British fish and chips feel, and uh, go nuts. I'd love to hear and see how you got on with your homemade fish and chips. Did it ease your fast food cravings? Are you going to make it again? Share your recipe with me on Instagram and tag the From Scratch Body and hashtag the From Scratch Body so I don't miss it. Thank you so much for listening. See you next week. Thank you for listening to this week's episode. Remember that you can always check out the recipe on my website, thefromscratchbody.com, if you want to have it in front of you when you're cooking. But be brave and make it your own too. Also check out my Instagram at thefromscratchbody and my YouTube channel, The From Scratch Body, for lots of food inspiration that you can totally recreate yourself. Remember, cook from scratch and your body will thank you. See you next week.